at it again. Birdie's not BS, your man Dougie Fresh right here. I am alongside the one and only Elsa Diaz. Girl, what's up? Where are you, what's going on, girl? Hello. What a wonderful, the one and only. I love that. I am doing well. How about yourself? Okay. You know what? I, I just got off the golf course, and I don't know how often you get out here when you're playing the Phoenix, but it was hot as hell. I'm going to be honest with you. It was like 110. <laughs> Like I got like a 107 threshold, so it was just a little bit higher than I wanted to be. But I'm out here trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? But you seem like you own the road. Where are you? I am currently in Michigan. I'm going to play a Monday qualifier for the LPGA tomorrow. Tea times in the afternoon. So I'll be feeling a little bit of that heat that you felt, but not not as intense. So you got to deal with that humidity, though. Like that, that's that stankness. You know what I'm saying? That weight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know, I am from San Antonio, Texas, and I have played in a lot of places, and San Antonio is a nice little oven. It's hot. It's, it's not really nice. Hot uh, yes, it's hot as hell there, too. But look, let's talk a little bit about you and your golf for the people that don't know, aren't familiar with you just yet. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and where you're playing. I am, as you said, Elsa Diaz. I am from San Antonio, Texas. I started my golf career with the first tee of Greater San Antonio, and I fell in love with the game through the program. I later played for the University of Richmond in Richmond, Virginia. I am a Richmond Spider. Loved my four years there, and now I am climbing the ladder, trying to play as a full-time LPGA Tour player. I love that. Well, then this is a great topic to speak with you about. Um, you know, this week... We want to talk about how do you make room for personal relationships when you live a busy golf life? Look, I can't wait to hear from you on the LPGA side because I think this topic <laughs> is, is polarizing because golf takes time. And if you're not mm -hmm. playing, you're practicing. If you're not practicing, you're traveling. If you're not traveling, right. you're thinking about how to get to one of those other steps. So let's talk here. Let's talk family life first. Like how is... How do you manage, you know, family life on the road? I'm sure you have Caddy with you, maybe other friends and whatnot out there with you. But how do you just manage keeping up with the fam? Well, you know, with my situation, um, I have it quite easy because my father is my swing coach and my sister is my manager. So um, I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone here. I talk to my dad probably like 10 times a day, you know, we're talking about the golf swing and um, we talk before the round, after the round, during practice, after practice. And my sister is constantly checking in on me. My mom has little rules, you know, like when you, when the plane touches the ground, you got to text me. When you get in the hotel, you got to let me know where, where you're at. See, I like that you keep it in the family. Like that's, that's kind of dope. Cause I know your sister also has a very nice job in the game of golf. Uh, with the PGA mm -hmm. Tour. Dude, shout out to Sarah Correct. Diaz. Good seeing her shout always when we do. Uh, shout out to sister. But, you know, it's fun that you keep it in the family because usually it's like, I need a swing coach that's over there. I need a swing coach or I need a manager that has some agency, blah, 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 blah. But I, I, I enjoy hearing that people just keep it in the fam. Like, that's one of the few people you can trust. Hopefully, hopefully, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but let's talk about let's talk about dating. Like you're on the road every week. Or is it, do you do holler at different caddies you see on different you know events you stopping <laughs> by. I don't know. I don't know how it works. That's why I'm having you in here. Let's let's like, let me in. Yes, let me. <laughs> um, 
Well, I have had, I've tried different things, right? I've met people who are not on the road and I have met people who are on the road, other golfers. And I go back and forth all the time um, because, you know, somebody who's not on the road doesn't quite understand that, you know, you, you can be gone for a month or two and yeah. somebody who is on the road, you might not see them for, you know, who knows how long. And then you end up meeting somewhere. You just pick a point. This is the thing that I've learned on dating on the road or dating as a golfer. Doug, I used to, I used to like pack something cute. I was like, you never know. You never know if you're going to meet somebody on the range. You okay. never know mm-hmm. who's going to invite you on a date. And I swear to you, Doug, every time I was tired and I didn't put on any makeup and I was just, I was, I would come back to my hotel, I'd take a nap and I'm like, I gotta go practice. And I didn't even do my hair or anything. I would always get asked out. So I, every time I would take that outfit, I never got asked out. Never got to use it. Never got to use it. And then I stopped packing cute clothes and I always got asked out. So I guess it goes with what they say. You gotta be yourself. Right. I just I just got to go play golf, do my own thing. And and but, you know, the road is people say it's like, oh, man, as a golfer must be really hard to date. But we have so many options. We get to meet so many different people. And if it doesn't work out, then you're like, see you later. I got to go to the next week. No, but like, I, how is like, but meaningful like relationships? One thing that you know, you know, swipe to the left or right, get that thing for the even. Yeah, I said it. I'm just saying. But uh, it's another thing. Like, you know, it's tough. When Muddy Bell and I started dating, you know, I was playing and traveling and jumping back and forth with you know Latin America, and it was tough. I don't think I I, I, I call them civilians. I know that's like a military term, but like, it's <laughs> tough to date a a. Well, she's a golfer, but like, she doesn't. I don't think she got it like off top. Like when we started, I don't, this is a drug. Like golf is like the best drug I've ever taken. Like I haven't taken a lot, but this one has been like, it's taking all my money and my time. But I don't think she understood like the time commitment, like holistically, like, you know what I'm saying? Like as it relates to establishing something, you know, as a relationship. So when I'm talking to you and you're out here, like when you're meeting folks, are they aware that, you know, you're playing golf, you can bounce back and forth different places, or is it kind of like, Hey, you're in town. Let's, let's, you know, let's link. I, I think it just depends on who it is that you're meeting. Yeah. I got right? you on like blast I, right now. Smooth blast. <laughs> you know, I'm not on the dating apps. Um, cause I've always felt like I would meet somebody doing what I was doing. And I think out of all the guys that I've dated, I think there's maybe been one that I've never met that I, that I, that I didn't meet on the golf course. Everybody else was on the golf course. Cause that's where I am. That's what I do. And I think that a lot of them do think it's really cool that they're dating a golfer. And then once they, once they're in it, they're, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is a lot. But, um, I think that for me, when it works and they, and they want to understand, then that's when you know that it's, it's worth trying. It's worth trying to figure it out. And I tend to be a little quick on trying to figure out like, Hey, is this something that's going to work out? Because I want to know if I should book a flight to come back and see you, or maybe it's just not going to be worth it. But, um, with this career, I definitely, you know, try to find somebody who is, who, who will, is willing to understand because it is a lot of time, but yeah, no, that's example, a good point. for example, my best friend, she is actually here with me, um, right now. And she is a classical musician. And we've always said that 
we are really good friends because our lives are very similar. And that's why, again, I go back to like, I'm not on the apps because I feel like I, it's really easy to find people doing what you're doing, Mm -hmm. like where you're at, you know? So uh, what about like, how did you meet your wife? Um, I swipe swipe, right. right. Did did. you really? Yeah. We met on Bumble. True story. Wow. She, uh, she started the conversation. That's how we got here. It's all her fault. Damn it, girl. Uh, We did. No, you know, but you know, it's funny. Like, I was at a completely different place like then when we met, like I was super stable. I had, uh, I was working at Ohio state. I was a fundraiser for the medical center there, like nine to five clock punching cat, you know, life was consistent. And then, you know, once we got together, I was like, I quit. I'm going to go play golf. And she was like, wait, what? And I was gone, you know, country club membership that's coming out the door. And then I, you know, I started caddying, you know, in Mirfield village, I had moved back to Columbus. And then I was going back and forth to Florida, then Florida to, you know, Latin American countries. And um, she didn't know what she signed up for. And that's they a good sign do. that we... They never it's, do. <laughs> it's dope we are where we are now because we didn't... You know, you know, it's crazy. I don't think I knew what I was signing up for. Like, like and not to change gears, but for you, like, when you when you left school, were you prepared to be a professional golfer? Like just like with like sponsors and knowing how to manage life and money, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? So when I was in college, every summer, I told myself, I'm not going to go back home. I'm going to become a waitress and I'm going to try to live the closest possible to being a professional golfer, staying in host families, being on the road, having as, you know, the only amount of money that I had were my tips. Um, And so I tried to really like live exactly that life because I wanted to know that I wanted to know, do I like playing golf? Do I like the idea of, you know, being number one in the the world or do I like the lifestyle? And so I did that for three or four summers and I loved it. I thought it was such a thrill. The tournament that I had the least amount of money, I I literally paid my entry fee and then they told us that they were going to have lunch like free lunch. And I said, Oh my God, thank God. Cause I don't have any more money. Um, <laughs> I won that tournament. That was a Virginia state championship. Um, and it just really, it really opened my eyes to just me knowing if I liked, you know, this traveling and this lonesome life. And I, I really, I got a thrill of it. So that's why I, after college, I, I knew that I was going to keep going. So, but that was, that, I was just thinking miles ahead, you know, because I, I, I knew that this is really what I wanted to try. Yeah. I was, but, I was, but as you're, as you're track. going through this and, you know, we're kind of talking about relationships, do you find that you have to compromise ever to, to like spend the necessary time with whomever and then like on the, on your game, like, how do you, do you, do you feel that? I do feel like I have struggled in the past with, trying to find time where I let my mind wander. You know, when you're single, you're constantly thinking about winning and your tournaments. And sometimes you don't want to even like fall in love because you know, you're not going to be thinking about that anymore. You know, and then you start, start putting as you should start putting more importance on this person and what the next couple steps are going to be. And your schedule and where you should be and what you want to do. 
So I do feel like that's always like the scary part, you know, about really liking somebody or falling in love because it's, like, it's uh, just, you know, and I, you know, and, and the, <laughs> sometimes the easier path is to go visit them rather than go and try to play in another tournament, you know? So um, that is something that I do tend to struggle with, but I think that my sister has always reminded me, you're going to find somebody who pushes you or, makes you better or makes you want to like go practice yeah, a little bit more. Sure. And I, I did talk to a golfer for a while and you know, he was on, he was on the tour too. So it would just make sense for us to just be like, Hey, I can't see you this month. I'll see you when I see you. Okay, great. And we just talk on the phone in between tournaments and it worked. It was great. It was, I had a lot of fun. It ended up working out pretty well. Okay. But it's funny, like, and I only asked about compromise cause I'm going to tell a little story right here. Right here. Party's not BS exclusive. We're having a conversation. <laughs> so as I transition out of playing professionally, like traveling, et cetera, now I'm PGA, so I can go play the section events. Because one thing about stopping playing golf, you don't you still keep your same mindset, right? Like if you if you've competed for a long oh, time, like okay. and when you go play with your friends, you still have the same feels. You might not have the reps to pull the shot off, but your mind still says, let me hit this little punch cut hook around this tree through this window around this corner. I'm going to drive this green. That's 490. Like, no, it's not going to just, but in saying all that golf now, now I have a new child is, is kind of like an argument with me and money bell. Like it's like an argument and, and, and for the listeners out there, I'm, getting, yeah, I'm letting y'all in right here. This is a true story. Look, for example, today I wanted to go play golf. I get one day a week to play golf. Now I used to play any day I wanted to go out three, four, five o'clock after the work was done. I go play. Now I only get one day a week. So there's some compromise uh, there, right? There's a lot of compromise yeah. for my one day of yeah. golf, which I enjoy. But you know what? That one day of golf, I like, I plan the whole week. My outfit, I'm playing Sunday outfit picked out. On, on Monday. That's how I'm doing it, right? I'm making sure shoes is clean, club scrub. But it is something that we've had to discuss, you know, as, as being in a, in a marriage, especially now with a baby, because she's a fan of nine holes. Go play nine holes. And I'm like, <laughs> I got nine more holes I'm leaving on the table. So right, yeah. this is an argument. So it's like, that's why I wanted to talk to you about compromise, because when you transition from playing golf, you don't lose your competitive mindset. It's hard to scratch your competitive edge. You know, softball leagues, no, that's old man stuff. Not trying to disrespect y'all out there, I'm just saying. But I want to go play golf. I want to play for some cash and put it on the line. But uh, it's an argument. Like, have you been in a situation where it's like if you wanted to go play golf or you had to practice, like, they were like, really? Like, E, like, you can't just stay with me today? <laughs> have you had those arguments? I'm sorry. Uh, no. Good. Because I just say, I'm sorry, I'm going to go practice. <laughs> I feel like that's an immediate like You're argument. Okay with you. See you later. Nah. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm okay. Well, you... I, I'm your boyfriend right now. <laughs> hey, E, you know, you gonna go out to dinner um, at two o'clock on this very cool sixty degree day. <laughs> you know, I just well for me, I because I do play golf all the time. If somebody tells me, hey, let's go play at two. I mean, sorry, let's go eat at two. I'll show up at two. You know, and I will maybe from two to five. And then I'm going to go hit the range. But if people, you know, if people show interest and they want to spend time with me and they're, and they'll be there, you know, they won't stand you, you know, stand you up or whatever, then I'll go. Like I think relationships are very important. You know, it's what keeps life, you know, balanced. And I think that, you know, as you know, 
the life of a golfer is an extremely lonesome career. And when I'm not playing golf, which is all the time, I do try to invest a lot of times in my relationships, in my friendships, if I'm talking to somebody at the time, um, and people who have invested in my golf game, my sponsors, my grandma, I try to send her a postcard wherever I am. Oh, um, that's special. I, I just, you know, I, so I do make time. I'm not that kind of person that just is like, well, I'm sorry. You know, I like, we put it on, you know, we schedule it, put it on the calendar. I'm, I'm there now. I'm not that kind of person who will day drink, you know, like <laughs> on a Sunday starting at 10 and we're going all the way till eight because I'm going to go practice. Well, not now, but, but like, but you know, like I do tell my sister my sister says, Hey, we're hanging out with a bunch of friends. I tell her, okay, I'll show up. You know, I show up for 30, 20 minutes because I want to, I'm preparing for, you know, a tournament and then, and then I'm out. So I do definitely try to give time. So there is, I do work on the compromises because you know, those people are important. Yeah. Hey, do you think there's different expectations out of like the male pro golfers as opposed to like the female golfers when it comes to like how much they have to compromise in a relationship? I feel like women may have more to give up. For example, a woman professional golfer, they want to have a child. They've got to literally sacrifice their career. Men, Mm -hmm. they don't have to do that. Right. So in that regard, creating a family, women have way more to sacrifice from my vantage point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Are there any other intangibles from your vantage point? It's like, hmm, you know, a guy might not have to give up X, Y, and Z, but as a female, I got to, I have to, besides the childbirth. That's a big, that's a big deal. Yes. You know, it's something that I've never been, that I've never thought about just because I always looked at my situation with, this is just the cards that I've been dealt. And I'm, you know, you try to, you know, work with what you got. You know, I don't think that we have to sacrifice our career to have a child. I want to have kids. So eventually I know that, you know, my golf game is going to have to take a couple months off. Um, and if I don't want to, you know, quote unquote, sacrifice my career to have a child then I'm just not going to have a child. Um, the only thing, (laughs) the only thing I've ever thought about that men haven't men men have like more of an advantage than we do, or that they don't have to sacrifice as much is luggage space in their suitcase. I carry my scrunchies. I have like my cute socks. I have my jewelry. And I've always thought men don't have to pack this stuff. Um, depends on, depends, now, nowadays it's a little different. Yes, some do. I don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There you're are right. some guys right. that might need a, a jewelry bag, you know, like. Yeah, you know, you're guys, right. I've seen cats right. traveling like six, seven watches out here nowadays. They got a whole bag for watches. Yeah, that's true. Or sometimes like nail polish. You know, if you're going to paint your nails on on the road, you have to have nail polish remover. And then you have to have like the little cotton balls. Um, and maybe a lot of guys have skincare routines, but I definitely think girls have a little bit more. I, I carry like five or six combs to like part my hair, you know? So I, sometimes I just think, I wonder if men have, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely all kinds out there, but yeah, that is the only thing that I've ever thought about, like difference in lifestyle. But other than that, I, you know, I think everybody just chooses their career. I don't think we're sacrificing anything. At least I've never thought of it that way. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing that women do have to sacrifice is fashion. And right now, we're going to throw it over to Taria Palmer for our fairway fashion right here. Birdie's not BS. Fairway fashion. 
away fashion right here birdies not bs we got our fashion expert right here taria palmer back in here what up girl hey doug how are you doing good i'm tired i'm hot it's hot i know and that's why i'm so glad hot. to have you in here it's hot in ohio so i know it's hot in arizona yes yeah, it's, it's definitely hot it is muy caliente as they say uh but taria let's get let's talk about that you know what i'm saying we got fashion i'm trying to not look like i've just left the gym with the sweat rings what can we do to stay fresh and cool while we're on the course this year? Well, you know, it's hot as hell. People are going to sweat, so it just is what it is. But yeah. I know this is going to sound basic, but the best fabric for when you're out golfing is probably cotton. It's not glamorous, but it can be. And, and it's going to at least hide some sweat because of the kind of fabric it is. Okay. It's breathable. It's movable. And so that would be like my number one suggestion since... This is a show headed by a black man. The linen. You know, our, our our dads used to wear the linen outfits to the cookouts. There was a reason for that. Because linen is mm. so breathable. And it can look chic and sophisticated. And you can get some linen shorts for the golf course. A linen shirt. Only thing about linen, you're going to be moving around. So it wrinkles a little more than I would like. Yeah. But... It's a great fabric that's super breathable for these super hot summer months. See, I feel like that linen will get you in there looking, like you said, looking like somebody granddaddy had to cook out. I need some, I feel like if we're wearing linen out there on the course, we need some open toe sandals. No, you that, don't. You know? you don't. I even wear, there are actually like, I love like linen pants. I love, it's, it's very much of like a resort kind of beachy feel. So it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be the dad at the cookout. But that's why I said that, because we think about our dads in their linen outfits. That's what I think. When about. we think about I think women. About my, um, I think about my homies matching top and bottom <laughs> outfit back then. No, I know, right? But it, it can be sophisticated, I promise. Any, any, any fabric can be, most any fabric. I mean, there's a few that I wouldn't go with. But like chambray is another good fabric for the summer. I don't know what it, that means. <laughs> so a lot of people don't. That sound like a that sound like a the the topping on a drink. It does. Hey, go put some chambray it on there. Sounds like the whipped topping on top of like a cute drink, but it's not. It's a fabric. Yeah, that's what, that's exactly. And so go get some chambray on there. Well, the other thing I'm gonna say is if you're shopping and you're like online shopping, um, just look at what the description is of your outfit. You'll see chambray. You'll kind of know what I'm talking about. It's really good for hotter months. And for where you're not going to have air. So if you're somewhere and there's like no air conditioning, chambray is good. It acts like a cotton. Um, it looks good. And it has a higher thread count, so it's very breathable. So, again, you can find like chambray shorts, chambray tops. It's a very widely used um, fabric in the summertime months, obviously. Whenever you say thread count, I think of sheets. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and get you some of them chambray sheets. Well, the more um, the more thread count, the more breathable um, your look is. Um, also, okay. All right. rayon's another one, um, which is another, like, people hear rayon, but they don't really think about it. We see rayon blends a lot with clothing. Um, right. That's really good for golfing because it has excellent drape, and it resists, like, static, and it also absorbs moisture, and it's lightweight. Cotton, chambray, and rayon. Go out there and get all that. Make sure you look at all that. But, Taria, how do the people get a hold of you if they want some advice on how to look like they flyest on the fairways this year? If you want advice on how to look fly, if you want advice on the fabrics that I just talked about, because there's so many more, but we only have so much time, you can find me at under, underscore the socialite. And then you can find me at my fashion blog at the conglomerate on Instagram. 
appreciate Taria Palmer coming in here, always helping us with our fashion. But LCDS, thank you for coming in here, Birdie's Not BS, joining me while I just go on my rants. Kidding. <laughs> How do the people get a hold of you, ED? Um, please make sure to check out my Instagram, which is Elsa Diaz with three underscores. I'm also on Elsa Diaz, uh, one underscore on Twitter and Elsa Diaz on Facebook. And I try to post as much as I can about what it's like to be a mini tour player trying to get to the LPGA. And I try to make, make it fun for everybody and whoever wants to leave a comment and join in on the fun. They're more than welcome. Well, look, we wish you all the luck and all the love. Go out there and bust somebody's ass. That's yeah, I said it. I'm, I like the shit talking in golf. Like, you know, go bust somebody's ass. You can't you can't be nice and make it to number one. So go do what you're supposed to do. But hey, Birdie's not BS. Appreciate y'all tuning in as always. Listen, share, just share. Like, get this out. People got to hear. People got to follow ED. She's about to make it. She's going to be number one soon enough. But Instagram, That's Facebook, right. and Twitter, Birdie's not BS. Birdie'snotbs.com for all things you need right here. Swag in the game of golf. ED, we appreciate you. Taria, thank you so much. But this week is over. I'll holler at y'all both. Be good, girl. Bye-bye.